welcome everyone to the show of requirement to Harry Potter podcast here on the Gazebo Fat Network. My name is David Gonzalez and I'm joined by my good friend Spencer Price. Deadly darling, is that you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I think and this is the know. first episode of new content and, and that is what you choose to do as your first ever introduction. <laughs> I, you know, I've actually I actually had thought of that doing that like four days ago and I'm really glad I just remembered. Oh my gosh. I was like, I should just open every episode for the first month with the with a line from line of dialogue from Amphitunia. Just I want to show them they, our millions of fans, David, need to know how dedicated I am to doing this. Well, you know, that's fair, and I'll, I'll give you that, and I'll let you have that. Um, but like I said, this is our first episode of new content on our brand new <laughs> podcast. We've been doing kind of reposts for the past couple of months now, and now new content is finally here. I'm really excited just to be very transparent uh this is the third time we've tried to record new content due to (laughs) technology issues that you would think with all of our experience we wouldn't have anymore but we're still human and technology is not perfect so i i'm just happy that we're doing this and optimistic (laughs) that it'll work out this time yeah i i think especially in my case um usually when i'm recording my audio i just use the hp's like voice recorder but i recently switched back to audition after what i thought was actually learning some good tips on how to use it and how to use it well but then i messed up uh when i exported it and i deleted the rest of the audio like the original file so i couldn't fix it and so we're at the position where we're at now but it's gonna work this time it's gonna work. I have faith. It's, it's gonna work this it's time. It's gonna be great. Yeah. And so Spencer, do you kinda wanna talk about what we're talking about, not just one time, but throughout our time here on the show of requirement? Before doing that, I just wanna say the internet is being really funny where it's like catching me up on what you're saying. So like you'll start a sentence and then <laughs> there'll be a pause. And then you finish the sentence really quickly and then it's just making me laugh. But what we're doing today, which I did say on some social media stuff that we were going to open up with our episode, does Harry Potter still need JK Rowling? Uh, that was one of the failed recordings that we've done. Uh, so that one, I decided that I want to come back to it once I've rewatched Fantastic Beasts, which we're planning on doing on the podcast this fall. And so um, I'm okay with not doing that right now. What we are doing throughout the podcast is what I'm calling character studies. Uh, We're talking about just, we're starting with the main core, you know, and then we're going to work our way through other characters in Harry Potter that we really like. Try to talk about their, what we love about the character, uh, what role they play in the story, what personality traits they have, or uh, what we enjoyed about them, maybe best moments as well. Um, All of those things. And of course, when we're talking about main characters, mm-hmm. we have to start with the trio. So, but we also have to yep. more specifically start with Harry Potter himself. Yep. And so today, and so, we're talking about that, Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. The sure. character. Um, I mean, we're also talking about Harry <laughs> Potter in general. Right. 
Which is the confusing part when we talk about Harry Potter's, like, the universe, universe as a whole of, okay, it's the Wizarding World now, right? But it's the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It's still Harry Potter. And it's not like, you know, it's not like, <laughs> oh, I love Star Wars A New Hope, starring uh, Mark Hamill as Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That would be really awful. Talk of the clothes. Uh, anyone that's, no one's, a couple of people have talked to me about this, but like why we moved on to our own podcast. I mean, there's obvious reasons it's fun, but also we can just all take a nice sigh of relief without the title of the episode being the show of requirement, character studies, Harry Potter. <laughs> now it's just yeah. character studies, Harry Potter. So I, yeah, it's very aesthetically absolutely. pleasing to me. Very much more accessible. A hundred percent. Very true. So this is the kind of a opening topic question for David. Where does Harry Potter stack up in terms of protagonists or title protagonists in media slash literature? Moving Percy Jackson to the side because we have we have stuff planned for that. So we're not going to talk about that today. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great question. Um immediately I, I i already think of you know protagonists from star wars obviously like a luke skywalker and obi-wan kenobi um we could even talk about marvel characters like captain america peter parker you know those kinds of characters um you know i i just don't think that harry i well i shouldn't say this this is how i'll say it I think the best thing about Harry Potter is the fact that he doesn't stand out physically and doesn't even stand out really when it comes to being the most OP wizard that we've ever seen come that's so true. across. Uh, and that's such a great thing. Not because it's not that he struggles even i mean some i mean i think and i could be wrong but I, I think it was in goblet of fire where we see you know harry really struggle to learn you know the accio spell and just read that chapter and he and it's still not like one of the oh my gosh he's the worst protagonist ever no it's just like he's 14 it's years relatable. old too a hundred it's it's a hundred percent relatable and i think that is the thing that makes him stand out from any other protagonist is the fact that he doesn't he he stands out by not standing out i guess is the best way i could say it i think there's a reluctance to him too where he's not Mm -hmm. he's the most famous person in his entire world yet he doesn't know any of that because he doesn't experience doesn't remember any of that i just think there's Mm -hmm. a pun unintended a magic to harry potter's as a main character that just hasn't been replicated yeah absolutely and jk rowling's just so great at character writing that he kind of does go under the radar as people's favorite character but he's definitely still he's still one of my top five he's almost always he's always in my top five sometimes he rolls into my top three it depends on which movie i'm watching also because daniel Mm -hmm. radcliffe does really great he does great all the time, but sometimes the writing works with his acting ability. So, like, if I'm picking up Deathly Hallows Part 2, man, he's the best there ever was. 
But then, yeah. you know, if I'm picking up Goblet of Fire, I'm a little frustrated. The movie, not the book. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a really good point, too. When we when we even talk about, like, our favorite Harry Potter characters, I don't even think he's in my top three. He's just kind of under the radar. A good character and a great character. Um, but... Like you said, J.K. Rowling is just so good at character building, not just for Harry, but for everyone in ter- in in that kind of wizarding world. When I tried to do some research for this episode, I found a bunch of people saying that it was weird to f- figure out Harry's key character traits because yeah, he is the main character. But it's even weirder than that because I have you read The Hunger Games? Yeah, a long time so, ago, but so I, but I have. Hunger Games is entirely told from first person. And Harry mm-hmm. Potter is following Harry 90% of the t- 98% of the time. There is a couple chapters without mm-hmm. which were just excluded from the movie mostly, but it's fine. Uh so like we we have this odd side view of Harry all the time. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it. And so it's like, to use a really business term, sorry guys, we have like, we're at like ground (laughs) level or like a five foot, we're like a five foot view with Harry and like 10 foot view with like Ron and Hermione and all them. And then everyone else, it's like a thousand foot view or more, especially with like Dumbledore. Like we kind of just see the overarching story of Dumbledore while Harry, we are right next to him all the time. And so we feel his frustration and his emotions so much, but we don't. It's hard to tell what his like personality is. And I think JK mm-hmm. struggled with figuring out what that was too for at least the first bit. So I think we just walked through some temple characteristics, some kind of character traits of Harry yeah. Potter. Uh well, before we do that, uh I'll just do a really quick kind of snapshot of harry potter as a character this is from harry potter lexicon if you want to just doom scroll harry potter for like all night harry potter lexicon is the place to go that or MuggleNet. anyway uh harry potter is a, <laughs> is born july 31st in 1980 he's half-blood wizard it's also known as the boy who lived the chosen one uh an undesirable number one in the Deathly Hollows. Oh, oh my gosh. His hair is black. His eyes are green, uh, depending if you're reading the books or not. <laughs> uh, his distinguishing features, lightning-shaped scar on his forehead. Honestly, a very cheesy move, but somehow it just works. Uh, untidy hair. Everyone knows his Patronus is a stag. His wand is holly and phoenix feather, 11 inches. And then his affiliations... Quidditch team of uh, Gryffindor Quidditch team, Gryffindor House, Dumbledore's Army. He was the head of the Dumbledore's Army for a while. Uh, of course, he's he was became an Auror after the story kind of ends. And he was first introduced in uh, Sorcerer's Stone Chapter 1. Got anything to say about can that? I, can I make one comment? Yeah. Um, probably, this is the biggest pet peeve of mine. Uh, in any wiki site, whether if it's Star Wars, Marvel, Harry Potter, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I really don't care. There's always a section 
that doesn't need to exist. Like, and I'm I'm getting sick and tired of saying it. Like it it frustrates me to to no end. And it's the other name section. Why do we have to know <laughs> that he was called Perry Otter or uh, the Mopeless Frank or Saint Potter? Like, why do we have to know under? Like, why do we have to know all these? There's no reason why that need that. Because here's the thing: if if you don't, if you haven't read the books, you don't deserve to know. For one, but two, it it's just makes the whole thing look ugly and disgusting, and like <laughs> there, I just don't see a point in it. Okay, we can move on. Sorry. Well, too bad, so sad. Because we, boy, we gonna do this every time. I think Harry Potter and Dumbledore have the I most, know. though. But yeah, the main ones. Yeah, boy, you for lived sure. For sure, is a big one. Yeah, uh, and we need that one. I mean, that's it's fun. I don't mind that fundamental. The chosen one, which is a spoiler for sure. And to go, if you've never read, but why are you know? Yeah, why are you? If here? you've never watched Star Wars, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, never watched Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. you never watched Star Wars for chosen sure. One. <laughs> they both have yeah. chosen ones, so it's, it's fine. <laughs> they do. All right, let's. Oh, uh, we we <laughs> we need to do a video about how similar Harry Potter and Star Wars is. Yeah. I, I plan on it, but the first Parallels <laughs> episode we need to do is it has to be Percy Jackson for many reasons. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's see. So I want to talk through some temple characteristics of Harry Potter. This is all from a, a nice Reddit that I found. I'll link it in the... I'll send mm. David the links, or you can put it in the episode description if you yeah. want. Uh, loyalty is a big one. Just massive. Mm-hmm. Harry is definitely yeah. loyal to a fault. Uh, a really funny one is when Hagrid is gone. I think it's Order of the Phoenix. And Harry's mm-hmm. like, I just wish Hagrid would hurry up and get back. That's all, said Harry in a low voice. And don't say that grubbly plank woman's a better teacher. And Hermione's like, I wasn't going to. He's like, because she'll never be as good as Hagrid, said Harry firmly, fully aware he had just experienced mm-hmm. an exemplary care of magical creatures lesson, was thoroughly annoyed about it. Yeah. Uh, another great one is when he's loyal to Dumbledore and he's like, Dumbledore's man through and through, aren't you Potter? And Harry says, yeah, I am glad we straightened that out. Mm. And so yeah. I just, I think that's a big thing for him. Yeah. And I think we see it time and time again, like right from the, right from the start, but especially when we talk about um, chamber of secrets, when Dumbledore is gone and, uh, you know, a phoenix comes to to those who, you know, are, are worthy of, be, even if they're not like a Dumbledore, you know, not that they're, wor- not, I'm not talking about the same thing like the Sword of Gryffindor, but the fact a phoenix comes, it like, and Dumbledore says, you must have shown real loyalty, loyalty to me down there. That's the only reason why Fox was sent to you or uh, i guess that's true yeah i forgot about that um and so we we see that take place and then we see in goblet of fire when he tries to literally save everybody in the second task yes and and so those are just a couple more examples of his loyalty to people and his friends that he's r- literally willing willing to do anything and Harry, to, and I guess this is just a nice stepping stone. Harry does not have a lot of friends. 
yeah. I would not say he's like, I guess later on in school, he kind of is like six year. He kind of knows everybody all the but, but like mm-hmm. he, people turn quickly too. when rumors start no one is loyal to harry oh that's so true it's so true even ron in the first half first 300 pages of ish of goblet of fire he's not friends with harry yeah he doesn't believe uh-huh. him. nope but he kind of comes in clutch in order the phoenix because they're like you believe all this? It's like, yeah, I do. I do. And he's like big and strong. So anyone <laughs> yeah. else have a problem with Harry? That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm. But he definitely doesn't enjoy being the center of attention. He doesn't have like, he really just has two friends. Three or four if you include Ginny and a couple others. And, and Neville. And Hagrid. And, but he's really yeah. just like friendly with Neville. Like there's, it, there's a few times where yeah. he's just like, he kind of, kind of, you know, backwards moonlocks Nick from New Girl style yeah. out of conversations with like Neville and people like that. Okay. I guess I don't. You don't get that reference, do you? Uh, I mean, I I do because I've watched a little bit of it. It's just not my cup of tea. If I'm gonna be honest. Out of the frame. Yeah, I'm doing this nice motion thing yeah. that no one will see. But if you watch New Girl, yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, you you see it, but. <laughs> But he def- yeah, he does he does things like that to avoid Neville and he's not super close to Dean and Seamus. I mm-hmm. mean he's friends with them. But it's definitely yeah. like Ginny uh like Ginny and but mostly Ron and Hermione. Yeah. I think another aspect that we need to talk about, which is I know especially as I've gotten older and now that I'm rereading the books, um just how curious and a and obsessed he is sometimes oh, yes. with what what is going on around him that it seems to drive everything that he does without really considering the consequences of what is going on. And for like when I was younger, I was more okay with that than I think I am now. It's kind of like what you when you were reading like the Percy Jackson books like for the first time and you're reading it as an adult uh, and you're just like what are you doing and you have to recognize he's 11 12 years old uh kind of the same thing with me when i'm rereading this i'm just like harry what are you doing dude but and you can hear you i'm not gonna talk about percy jackson here but you can hear all my thoughts about that on the phantom of my podcast because we did a whole series about it yep but yeah uh that was definitely a trip because it was just like these kids are stupid (laughs) just like (laughs) in this episode of percy jackson these kids are dumb but Harry does things that yeah. are dumb too. Yeah, he's so obsessive. Yeah, uh, like I don't need to run through all of these, but I think of like even the Deathly Hallows. Like this, he's seventeen years old. He's kind of a man, especially in wizarding society. And like for he's yeah. he's good. He's all good on the train, you know. And then he hears about the Deathly Hallows, and that's all he thinks about the rest of the books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the movies that might be where they kind of struggle. They're just kind of like, oh, there's Deathly Hallows. Oh, it's a cool anime sequence. Now I have all of them. Yeah. I kind of feel like they they made the Horcruxes more of a focus, which I actually kind of appreciated. Cuz yeah. it's really how yeah, he beat it kinda... it's really how he beats Voldemort that's important, and that's all they needed to focus mm-hmm. on, you know. Yeah. And I will say that I really love the illustration that they used for the Tale of the Three Brothers. Oh, it's so cool. I thought it's so f- great. F- phenomenal. Yeah. But we we even see it like 
straight off even from the first book with the mirror of Eriset and just how man obsessed he is with going all the time to see it to where Ron even says, Harry, don't go back. Like, and Dumbledore is waiting for You don't need him. to go there. Yeah. And like, and the thing is, is that it, it kind of makes this statement to where it says, I just don't know if Dumbledore is just that powerful or I was just so out of it that I didn't even see him just because I was so focused on the mirror. It says that. I mean, obviously, we won't, I, don't, I don't really know for sure. I think it's probably the latter. I think I, yeah. I mean, Dumbledore um, probably could like cloak himself with a spell. Yes. But I don't but think I, in that I think case. it's even a little bit more telling that, oh, Harry's just so obsessed with the mirror that he, he literally just cannot function normally. Yeah, it's more likely it's more likely that Dumbledore is just tongue in cheek. Yeah. Like he's like <laughs> a wizard does he's like wizard doesn't need an invisibility cloak to always be invisible. He's probably saying mm-hmm. that, but at the same time he probably didn't have to do anything. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think about like Yeah, it's crazy. Another one that's kind of a weird uh I don't know if this is a trade or whatever. They brought it up and I think it's fair the saving people thing. I think it's just part of him being like yeah. a good hero character is yeah, like, he always 100%. wants to save people like Ginny in the chamber of secrets. Like I think the, the marketing for chamber of secrets were like Harry with the sword of Gryffindor. This is the photo. Like we're going to put this everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. Cause he's yeah. just like this crazy hero character at 12 years old or, you know, he does you know, something like we all were. Book. Yeah, exactly. Uh, even yeah. saves Malfoy in the room of requirement. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we got to talk about Caps Lock Harry. <laughs> I love Caps Lock Harry. I I it's so now funny. now I relate now I understand Caps Lock Harry so much better than what I read before. Mm-hmm. But again, on this oh. reread right now, I'm only in Goblet of Fire. And Order of the Phoenix yeah. is the book of Caps Lock Harry. Oh. Yes, you can clearly you can clearly say that in the later books, Caps Lock Harry is like Harry all the all the time. <laughs> I think Harry bellowed. That's it. Just uh, something something. Yeah, Harry bellowed. <sighs> it's all the time. You know how they always make those things to where they say, uh, oh "Man, how do they phrase it?" It's just like uh, summarizing summarizing like an episode without context yeah and so all you have to do is for like order the phoenix harry potter bell harry bellowed and like and you're like oh okay now i know what's going on and like pink cats pink meowing cats oh gosh yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. we'll talk about umbridge later on this year <laughs> this uh this Reddit's really good. They have some kind of reasonings for some of Harry's anger, resistance to authority, which that's his upbringing. Mm-hmm. He had the worst upbringing. Yeah. So when he has authority. He really did. That's a good point. His brain goes back to Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon. Mm. Uh, people always question everything in Harry Potter, which it's kind of like I've heard this criticism from people that are less, this is not their, like they don't do, like harry potter stuff all the time 
but they always talk about like from an outside view they're like why doesn't everyone just listen to harry potter because he's always right like he's been wrong mm-hmm. but like when he's like hey voldemort's back probably should just believe him <sighs> you know mm. and it's like that's all of every harry potter book it's like yeah. they don't believe him about something yeah and that is a really good point because you you think after you think after the first two books you would have a sense of okay harry is he he's you, you know he he went through and defeated the basilisk in the chamber of secrets and then he also confronted and sur- basically wounded voldemort in the sorcerer's stone he's done all these things but even with all of that whenever he says anything they're just like i'm not sure i think a good one to talk about is kindness of harry Mm -hmm. uh he's just he's exceptionally kind to people when he can be uh he pretends not to notice when jenny does stupid things around him right i brought that one up yeah Um, (laughs) Or or just being kind to Neville, although I just said that he's mean to Neville in times. Uh, which, at times, yeah. At times, yeah. And uh, like when he's a captain of the Quidditch team, like he takes care of his people. Mm-hmm. For, for better or for worse. Um, and so I think that's just an important thing too. But I think that kind of covers really most of his, his good uh, characterizations, except for one, which is very important. Sassy Harry Potter. Yep. From the very beginning, I would say. Or at least he has flashes of that. Oh, yeah. I think it's in the, maybe in the first, in the in the Sorcerer's Stone, he's like, <laughs> well, Hermione, I think Hermione has the answer. Maybe you should ask her. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Uh, or, or I, I just have a, I found a thread that's from, uh, Outpost again on Reddit and it just has some good ones on here. Uh, he's, Harry says, well done Dudley since you finally learned the days of the week. Yep. Uh, mm. Mm, here's good. some good one here. Oh yeah. When Rita Skeeter's trying to talk to him after the first task in Gobble of Fire, uh, she's like, how do you feel now about the fairness of the scoring? And Harry says, yeah, you can have a word. Goodbye. My favorite, though, and David, this might be your favorite, too. Half-Blood Prince. Uh, Snape asks him a question, and Harry says, yes. Professor Snape says, yes, sir. And Harry says, there's no need to call me sir, Professor. Oh, God. Yep, that is a very good one. I think that's the best. I think that's the best one. Uh, I'd like to talk about just a, a brief moment, some thoughts I had about uh, book Harry versus movie Harry. I don't okay. know if we'll do this every time, but at least for Harry. I think uh, Harry grew, has a lot of growth in the books. Uh, he's human in a way that the movies kind of struggle to grab. Uh, in the Sorcerer's Stone, he's very close to the movie version, like caring, nervous about the new world. Really not his father, but like very quickly in the books, he just becomes like more and more and more James's son. 
rather than just Lily's son. Yeah. And I feel like that anger, cleverness, and sassiness is kind of left out of his journey. And that might be just how it's written or how uh, Daniel Radcliffe kind of picks it up. could be a bit of both. Uh, but, like, in the movies, he just kind of, like, when he's given a hard time by a professor or Snape or something, he just kind of lays down and takes it. Uh, not always yeah. true. Not always true. But that is something that I just wanted to talk about. I think... I think Order of the Phoenix did capture Caps Lock Harry pretty well. Which also kudos to David Yates for picking up on Psychedelic Harry mm-hmm. as his yeah. first Harry Potter movie. Because <laughs> that's, that's a tough gig. Uh, the other factor yeah. I wanted to bring up is Harry's assertiveness. He is much more quick on his feet to action in the books than his movie counterpart. Uh, there's... There's an epi- I think it's an Order of the Phoenix book. I don't even remember it because it's just not in the movie. Uh, he just beats up Malfoy one time. <laughs> uh, and then, like, while the movie in Half-Blood Prince uses, like, a t- chance to kind of one-up Ginny's character, where she was, like, telling the team to get in the gear or whatever, like, Harry does yeah. all of that. Like, Harry doesn't need Ginny for that. Like, Ginny feel- Ginny's, like, awesome, but, like, that's not what Ginny's supposed to be like uh but yeah so uh oh potter base this video actually on youtube actually pointed out that harry makes the first move to kiss Ginny, which we've talked mm. about yeah <laughs> which we've talked about extensively but and then we've talked about this but harry's just uh his unwillingness to be recognized is important but that mm-hmm. uh those are kind of all the things i had about some of his character development but i think really yeah. like deathly hallows just speaks wonders to that yeah and, and even because we're kind of doing like a you know comparison of book harry and movie harry i mean we talk about that very last scene in death and or one of the very last scenes in deathly hallows part two you know, in the book, Harry puts the Elder One back into Dumbledore's, you know, tomb and places it back in there. Well, in the movie, he breaks it in half. And that is probably the, f- I, I shouldn't say that was the first time, but I th- I think for me, when I first saw that movie, that was the first time that actually hit me that these two Harrys, are so different they've drifted like drifted apart almost yes yeah and so and i think that has a lot to do with them probably adjust maybe it has to do with them adjusting to daniel ratcliffe's you know his acting job in terms of being harry potter i don't know if it was a creative decision they made way before that um but it fits the differences fit with Daniel Ratcliffe and who you know just kind of the energy that he brings to Harry Potter it's completely different than how it is presented in the books and I don't necessarily think it's a it's a bad thing per se but I just think that is a was for me a clear indication of these are this is how different they are on the spectrum oh yeah 
But man, he's so good. He's so good in both. Like, Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2 is just some of Harry's best moments in the whole movie. All of the movies. And he's really great in the books, but I just really appreciate Daniel Radcliffe for all that he did with the role and how much time he put into it. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us on the show of Requirement. If you didn't notice about midway through this this episode, we started having some more technical difficulties. And so this is all of the conversation we're going to be able to give to you for right now. But expect in future episodes for more content, for more time of us diving into these characters. Um, we apologize for this, but we know that there's going to be great things to come for this podcast. And so we're excited and we hope you are too. For Spencer Price, this is David Gonzalez from the Show of Requirement, a Harry Potter podcast here on the Gazebo Fett Network. And until next time, mischief managed.